And welcome in uh, to iSchool Sports Network. We've got Superintendent of Education of the Randolph County School System with us uh, today, Mr. John Jacobs. And, uh, John, first of all, uh, welcome to our show. We want to put out information that's uh, pertinent uh, in education and athletics. But uh, first off, I want to ask you about how everybody in your family is doing. We're all doing good. You know, we're trying to stay in, not get out unless we just have to. I go to work every day. Harriet, she's a counselor at Woodland so she goes in they have plenty to do up there my daughter she's pharmacist and my son he just took a job job with chicken salad chick so at corporate level so he he is actually at home with us working from the home right all of our extended families doing fine as an administrator as we change gears into this all this started somewhere right around the middle of march you you shut down a couple of days before spring break thinking that you were going to be out for a couple of weeks two and a half maybe three weeks and get to come back then the state put out the word governor ivy shut the state down as a, as an administrator and superintendent of schools how difficult was this for for you? And we'll talk a little bit about that, and then I want to come back and talk a little bit with you about uh, each, each individual school and how they're how they're dealing with it. But the the first question, John, was you know how how did you take the word and and what was your plans from the very beginning? Well, you know it, it hit us really quick. Uh, you know we actually thought we were going to have a little more lead in time. We thought we would have up to that Wednesday before we got out of spring break to have everything ready to stand home, and that was our big challenge was, you know, after our kids came in and, and the governor had moved the, the, the date to where we actually closed on that Monday that we went back before spring break, we didn't have time to get all of our packets to our students and our teachers didn't have time to, to get everything organized. Of course, at that time, we also thought we would take those four days before spring break, we'd have spring break week, and then we would take the next week off and then we would be back. We would just pick up and kind of go. So we weren't really worried about not having, you know, to send a lot of work home with our kids at that time. Um, however, you know, when school got canceled for the rest of the year, we had to switch gears. And, you know, our administrators did a good job. They, they set up their schools to where on a, not over a quarter of their faculty could be there at any time. Our custodial staff came in and cleaned every day. So it was just, it was a group effort. And, you know, you hate to use the phrase, fly by the seat of your britches, but that's kind of what we all had to do. And just everybody, not only in education, but in any kind of field, we were just taking it day by day and making decisions as we as we went. Each, uh, each school principal and their counselors have had to had to deal with this since you shut down, you came back, and they're, they're able to get lesson plans out to students and uh, technology is is playing into this with uh, Zoom or Google uh, and and things like that. Are they able to hold classes or somewhat of communicate with the with the students? Well, you know, we're using Google. We were a little bit concerned with Zoom and uh, being able to have access to our students and and other information with them. So we're using Google. We had about seventy percent of our kids on a survey that we did said that they had reliable internet. The way we determined reliable internet. Was could they uh, stream a, a video or something like that? So that that was our question that told us what we had. So we developed, you know, we sent our Chromebook home. We're one-to-one, third grade up. So we uh, had sent some Chromebooks home. Then we arranged for other students to pick them up. Students that didn't have internet 
access. We took that first week, and like I said, we divided our faculties into 25% so that they could come on those days and work and have paper packets for those students. So, uh, you know, and each school set their own schedule as far as how they were going to distribute those packets. Uh, some handed them, you know, to the students, and, you know, teachers and administrators had masks and gloves and on as they, as they handed them out. Some just had a box there that said second grade, and you dropped by and picked your child's packet up out of that. Uh, so we just kind of left that up to them of how that came out. You know, the teachers had to do a lot of work there getting those packets ready. They do they do how for the students can email them, they text, talk, and they have their Google Meet. You know, the problem comes with the students that don't that they don't have that access at home and you know they'll have to use the telephone to try to get in touch and, and our text I mean, our teachers are doing a fantastic job i think they're putting more hours in right now than they did when school was in because uh, there's such a wide variety of, of students that may work you know they may be at home and their parents not there to you know help them or prod them along teachers may be on the phone from eight o'clock in the morning to bedtime i know it's tough on them let's change gears and, and look a little bit uh, toward athletics uh you shut down right in the middle of spring sports uh and that ended the careers of uh some of the seniors what what would your message as superintendent to these seniors what would you tell them well you know and i did i did a message just specifically to our seniors and did a video and sent it out to them and you know and i remember back many years ago when i was a senior to, to have lost the spring sports you know that's tough because a lot of kids you know they own they may only do track or, or softball or baseball um and i can only feel for it you know and there's not you know there's nothing no way to replace that so we did and during that message we did tell them that you know we are going to plan to have a graduation ceremony at some time whenever you know the state uh, allows to have gatherings of size and we'll just have to wait and see it may be uh, maybe a situation where everybody can come or it may be a situation where you know only family members can come and we have to do social distancing you know there at the football stadium you know we're going to do that um you know athletically you know those kids worked hard their whole off season and lifted weights and worked out and, you know and all of our spring sports were doing well so i just i feel for those kids because they'll they'll never know uh, especially the baseball and softball when their senior year we had a few athletes that they may be you know had some colleges looking and they got kind of you know kind of takes the breath out of somebody from right there but our, it seems like all of our seniors have taken it in stride that you know it's just this is life and it, it's dealt them a blow and i really i really feel sorry for them this week we've seen the uh, president and his coronavirus task force uh, they've they've talked about reopening the country they're talking about uh, letting the governors do this on their own. Uh, we've also heard from Governor Ivey that uh, there is a plan with the lieutenant governor to loosen some of the restrictions. Do you think that that uh, it, obviously school is canceled for the rest of the year and, and we're not going to go back? But how do you think that affects us for the fall now? You know, and I have a I don't I don't know the timetable for getting those out, but. As long as social distancing recommendations stay in place, it's going to be tough to go back to school. You know, you have a busload of kids, it's hard to keep them six feet apart. Uh, sitting in a classroom, you would have to cut the number of students in a classroom in half. You know, the lunchroom, you couldn't, you know, you couldn't seat it to a full lunchroom staff. So I think as long as social distancing 
like with the six feet like it is right now, I think it's going to be tough to, to have school the way we started school last year. You know, we may have, it may be the same type thing we're having now. And if it is, I hope that we do have the summer to get ready for it. Um, even, even our students too, that, that have Chromebooks and, and, and have access to, to really good internet at home, they still like the paper packet and have that piece of paper in their hand. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that's something that would take a while to get ready. You know, teachers teachers that have been in the business very long, they have the, they have their basic plans ready for the year. You know, and they tweak weekly and daily of what what they do and and how they present the material. But if you had the summertime, they could you know be pretty well prepared for the next school year, I believe. Um, as well as well as all of our people did with having zero notice on this, I think it would be good for for them to know as soon as possible what's going to happen. But I just I think it's going to be hard to have any kind of semblance to regular school until that social distancing guideline is out of the way. And and in President Trump's plan, uh, it goes reopening the schools was in phase two. Uh, if you will, of his is of his thing, and even Dr. Fauci said, "Guys, I think we'll be ready for the fall." Uh, but I'm I agree with you. If the social distancing is in place, uh, probably not school as we know it, and then that affects uh, athletics in the fall, and and what everybody you know in the South loves is is football. So. Uh, based on that, you you would say that as long as social distancing is in place, uh, am I hearing you correct that uh, that would probably halt uh, fall sports as well? I think it would knock a, a big uh, you know big chunk into it. You know, probably volleyball. You know, playing in the fall, you could spread out in the bleachers. You know, volleyball typically, you know, the the uh, is not the gyms are generally not packed out, so you might could still do do volleyball spread out in the gym but then again you're still you know the kids on the court you know they may start off six feet apart as they set but then you know they intermingle during a match so i think that's tough you know football would uh, would really be tough there because you do have a lot of body contact you know you're right up in each other's face so i just you know I'm I'm glad that's not a call that I have to make. The way everybody loves football and sports in the South, I just I think it's going to be tough to do that. But you're you're such a big fan, a football fan, and and not only at a high school level, collegiate level as well. And the Power Five came out last week and said no students on campus, no football. So th- that right there is a big statement. Yeah, yeah, and it, and that just makes sense if it's not safe enough to. To go to school, it's not safe enough to to, to intermingle with one another. You know that's exactly right. And every, everybody's talked about you know, especially when it comes to schools and athletics. First of all, at least on the high school level, safety of the students and teachers is first and foremost. Oh right, yeah. You know whether it's snow or whether you know it's bad weather or this, it's always going to be their safety first. Uh, and even though. You know, it doesn't seem like students are are impacted as much as um, the older generation. You know, if if they would be a carrier, they could carry it home to their parents or to their, you know, to their grandparents. And all of our schools, it would only take a few days for it to completely go through a school. We saw that 
of how the, the schools, uh, when the flu was going around before Christmas and we had to, you know, I mean, earlier in the year when we had to shut down for a couple of three days there of, of how quickly the flu spread and, you know, this COVID-19 seems like it takes a little bit longer to, before it shows its, shows its ugly head after you're infected. So the whole school could really be infected before anyone showed any, shown any signs. And you talk about those those statistics of older people and students. I was looking last night on the CDC website. Only two percent of the stu- of of children or people under age eighteen are affected by it, and that was the number was was approaching eleven thousand under eighteen. But the numbers for eighteen to fifty nine were nearly 400,000 so uh, you're it, it is affecting the student uh, the the that that generation more than it is students so that that is a good sign right you know and then, but then you think about your faculty and staff and you throw the, the underlying factors in you know I, I told I used myself I said well you know I have heart issues and I said and I'm technically in the um elderly class right now so you know i worry about it i know that a lot of our we have a very high percentage of our faculty that i would say would be in the 45 plus range mm-hmm. uh, you know and it would be you know it might be very detrimental to them to to, to get sick and then if you got a teacher out for two weeks or longer then you've got a sub in there and you know and it might be hard to get substitutes. It's hard to get teachers to come. So I think uh, I just I think till it's gone and we can get a, a vaccine in there, school as we know it is going to be a, a while to come back. Knowing what all we know now, what would be your message to your students and faculty and people in general? What would you have to say to everybody, knowing what we know? I would say that. Uh, right now, we need to stay at home, practice social distancing. We're gonna we're gonna make decisions that are led by the state, and I think the state is gonna the state is not gonna let us go back until it's deemed safe for all of our students and our our staff, you know, to come back. Um, you know, like I said, well, I love sports, but you know, we're gonna come back to school. We're gonna worry about school before we do athletics. Um, just because safety is the very first thing for our kids and, and everybody around. You know, it would be nice to, to have something different to do rather than sit here and, and watch um, reruns on TV. You know, I weed eat it and bush hog and cut grass, so I'm, I'm out of those things to do. Um, and it's just, you know, I know everybody's ready to get back to normal. I just hope we, that we don't push that envelope a little too quickly.